0: What is up, everybody? Welcome
1: back to Mile Higher Podcast, Episode One Forty Six. Today we are going to be doing kind of a hodgepodge
0: of hodgepodge. What? Who are you calling hodgepodge?
1: That just means like a variety, oh,
0: okay. right?
1: Doesn't it? I don't Kinda know. Like-
0: I thought hodgepodge is just like Isn't thrown big, together, like type type glue type of that, thing.
1: Thing. that you
2: use in crafts. No, <laughs> no, that's, no, that's modge
0: mod- <laughs> I not thought
1: much. a hodgepodge <laughs> is like. Kind of we're talking about a variety of okay. things related to sleeping. I don't mm. know. I might really not be right with the hodgepodge. <laughs> you thing. might be a right.
3: Idea. I don't know. But
1: we are doing a hodgepodge <laughs> of mysteries related to sleeping, dreaming. And we're even going to talk about some interesting sleep disorders.
0: I mean, this is just a topic that I think interests everybody because yes. we all experience. Obviously, we all sleep. <laughs> Most of us dream, I think. so. Well,
1: did you know everyone does dream? Mm-hmm. It's just whether or yeah. not you remember it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And you, you
1: know, we only remember 5% of our own dreams
0: that to me is is so mind-blowing. I, yeah. I can't even stop thinking about that because What ima- like imagine if there is a way to compile all of those 95% of memories We don't get to actually experience mm-hmm. and like watch them back how crazy it would see. be what kind of shit would be in there?
1: I don't know. It, I don't know <laughs> I was listening to someone talk about their theories about dreaming and the whole 5% thing and they were saying that maybe you remember your like the most important dreams, the dreams that have a message to them or that you're subliminal wants yeah, you there's to figure tons something of out.
0: Theories like it's, that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's interesting stuff. I mean, there's plenty we can dive into today. That's why I said it's going to be a hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this episode's going to really go. We're just going to kind of, we have, you know, some information just to go over here, but we want it to be super ca- conversational. And
0: well, there's going to, yeah. I mean, there's definitely some interesting facts thrown in there because, mm-hmm. you know, just from doing the research on this, like there's so much that I didn't even know about sleep and just in general so interesting. And how like what a mystery this science is still like obviously we understand like how we sleep and the process mm-hmm. and everything what what actual you know biological functions are happening and you know right. what body parts are being used but the the whole aspect of like what happens once you fall asleep that's mm-hmm. the mystery still and a lot of these sleep disorders aren't fully understood like because i mean how do you even study stuff like that it's it's very difficult to study sleeping and dreaming because the technology just hasn't gotten there. But we're we're at this point in history where I think we're going to make some major breakthroughs on in the sleeping and dreaming realm, uh, which is really cool. So, yeah,
1: it is cool. I mean, and you want to know more information about it because this is something that we do like isn't about a third of our lives. We're sleeping. It is. Is that about what they say? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of your life
0: years. So so, (laughs) when you
1: think about how much time it is, it's kind of mind blowing. Isn't it it like 26 years or something that makes me like not want to sleep anymore. Like, I feel like I'm wasting my life. I had this one friend that like hated sleeping. Like I'd always want to sleep in on the weekends when we'd have sleepovers and she'd be up at like six and she'd always say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'll sleep when I'm dead.
2: Oh no. I love to sleep. Mm, Can't get enough. It's very important for your body. Your body
0: absolutely needs it. It can't function well, right? Yeah. I mean, it needs to in order to, you can die. And we'll talk about all of that (laughs) here in a minute. We've got some other stuff we want to talk about before though, before, I mean, yes. This is going to be a good episode, so you definitely don't want to uh, tune out here. But
2: don't tune out. But uh, we have tune to. In
0: only. But we have to address something because it, our last episode, if you didn't listen to it, it was about <laughs> uh, it was a skeptic versus believer. First of a series of episodes yes. we're going to do. This is like a new series we're mm-hmm. going to do, and so you know we're like, all right, we're going to kind of step outside yeah. of our our normal box that we were in and mm-hmm. and kind of have some fun with it. Some and
1: fun. I mean, Fun. Guys, <laughs> we are a very. We're a fun group of people, you guys. Like, we (laughs) have a good
0: last time. We do, though. We
1: do. We joke around with each other all the time. We're
0: constantly
2: clowning each other. And we're like, we're all best friends. Like, we are constantly fucking with each
1: other. Exactly. So this was kind of our opportunity to be our real selves and just really goof around and not get too serious and go into kind of our mile higher mode. Because we do try to be serious. We talk about a lot of serious things. But we felt like we've covered so many. I mean, we just got done with the Zodiac Killer. 2020 was a bitch. Everyone's tired. We felt like you guys needed to laugh. We needed we needed to laugh. Mm-hmm. Like we just wanted to we do. have fun. Mm-hmm. And there were so many comments. I mean, most of you guys, most of the feedback, of course, was extremely positive. Most of you thought it was really funny and a nice new series. And, you, you and you're excited for more of
0: this. The point of it. And yeah. like you understood that. <laughs> they were not just sitting here like roasting me Bullying. to death. Like, Some people <laughs> call us bullies. Well, that's just insane. I <laughs> that's mean
2: honestly that. kind of a wild term to give someone. Like <laughs> I would <laughs> be... I don't know about I that. I am not a, bu- I I am bullied, not a bully. So. Kendall is not a bully. Like no, that's a pretty oh intense God. thing to accuse someone of doing. I
1: know. We're just making jokes. There's like roasting each other as friends. Like we literally do this to each other all the time. Josh roasts me. I roast him. This is our yeah. marriage. We've been friends. We were We met in high school. Like we were literally kids right. together. So we kind of like have that kiddish like yeah you know Josh certainly didn't feel so many people were like I feel so bad for Josh were you upset Josh did I hurt if you I,
0: if that was the case I wouldn't be here right now yeah he would have thrown yeah. his
1: headphones down walked the fuck out right no it, it <laughs> was
0: I, I know that like I always I come off a bit more serious than you got you two do so yeah. a lot of people like think I'm actually like if you really knew me on a personal level you would know <laughs> that I'm dying inside like I'm he was I was trying, trying to, maintain to maintain my posure as like a, a believer, believer you're we playing
2: roles but ex- you were that there are parts where you were like totally cracking up yeah, yeah. I thought it was hilarious <laughs> it I thought was fun all
0: of it was fun and, and
1: afterwards we were like that was one of our favorite episodes both right. of us felt that way
0: and you guys even said that we're open to it it's not like you guys were like absolutely no way in no. in hell is there a big like, I'm open you guys are open to the possibility of it it's just they're, the um, the evidence that we have right now is not the most compelling. So it's, it's like, you know, and people are like, oh, well, if you don't believe in Bigfoot, then it's crazy. You guys believe in aliens. I and know. It's and, like, and we no certainly comparison. didn't say
1: there's not a chance in hell. We said we're skeptics. Do you know what it means to be a skeptic? Mm-hmm. There's a denier and there's a skeptic. <laughs> and also, I just feel like this is why we've been hesitant about covering certain things because i i know people expect josh and i to believe in everything or want us to believe in everything that they personally believe and that's just not reality we have our own opinions we think it's really important that you don't believe everything Mm -hmm. because that's where it gets dangerous when you start believing literally everything and then a lot of people would be like yeah if you guys believe in aliens and astrology then you can't you should be able to believe in bigfoot i don't even put those things in the same category like they're so so different there's so much more evidence and possibility for aliens being somewhere in the universe than there is for a Bigfoot being on this planet. And I'm not saying it's not possible. It's just... How possible is it? And right. and like we were having fun. If you guys want us to take another crack at the Bigfoot episode, maybe we can sit down and I'll put on some scholarly glasses and no. we can pretend it's PBS. Like, is right? it's I boring. don't want to do that. We want to have fun. Like, <laughs> and I, I get not everyone. Some people take these take podcasting really seriously and they want it to be very serious and all and the information and they thought Janelle and I weren't taking it seriously enough. I get that. And not every episode of our show is going to be like that. This is a special series. But we're not in any way. This is not like out of character for Janelle. Yes. you guys are just seeing the real us. Like some people were commenting, like, how high were you guys? Like, not not any more than usual. Like, we seriously, it's not like we were drunk or something. Or no, we were completely no. in our norm This is how this is. We were we, we were be like truly are. us. And like, if you watch the yeah. Sesh, yeah. you know how we are totally. So we you 100%. know we like to have some fun. And poor yeah. Josh, he's here with he with
2: two women. Oh, <laughs> oh my so god. god! Someone
1: kept being like the females.
2: The females. Females. They're yeah. going on. There's oh, my God. F- females with opinions. Females. Wow. Females right. with opinions. It's, right.
0: Right? it's It's all good. You know, like, we appreciate all the feedback. <laughs> yeah. And, and oftentimes, I feel like, yeah, you we know, do. we understand where you're coming. Like We I do. We, under, we look at everything you guys say yeah. or, or most oh, of yeah. it. And, and we, we take it to heart what you say. We understand, like, yeah. how this could have came off this way. So, we're not saying that your feelings are invalid or anything Mm-mm. like that or, like, your opinions are invalid. We're just saying that, you know... If you were here in the studio with us while we're doing this show, yeah. you would totally get what the hell's going on here. Like, yeah, you would not think
1: we're from, being mean. <laughs> right.
0: From an external perspective, enjoying the show, and especially, you know, we don't know if you've listened to every episode. So maybe you, right. you know you're a new listener, mm-hmm. and, you know, you hear one episode, and it's very serious and very, mm-hmm. like, to the point, And then you hear another one, and we're kind of, like, all over the place, and it's <laughs> yeah. funny and goofy. Uh, and that, you're not
1: used to hearing right. us talk about things we don't believe in because we don't normally talk about things mm, we don't believe good point. in for that reason. Right, so this exactly. is a whole new side of us that people haven't seen. And you know, it's not like it was badly received or anything. Aww. It was it was widely no. well received. And we'll definitely be doing more because most of you thought it was funny it was and were so laughing fun. along with us. And so fun. So it was just good for us. Don't you feel like the energy is like reset now? It was like it just really gets fun sometimes to depressing to cover dark topics all the time. It's mm-hmm. harder
0: than people realize yeah, to, it is. you know, as as interesting and intriguing, and you know, all these mysteries and cold yeah. cases, and like as much as that is, you know, our passion and we love it and we're into it, it's like
1: it can be to draining. any
0: human being on this yes. planet, you do enough of that stuff. And now, you know, I have multiple shows where I talk yeah. about this really, really dark stuff. Yeah,
2: that Lights it's out. just
0: like I need to lighten up sometimes, and I yeah. need because I'll find myself getting. Really serious, mm-hmm. feeling really dark and just like feeling low. That you know, these two bring me back up on a high, literally. <laughs> you know so Aww. so it's just like, so no, we're not bullies. No, you're, you're not bullies, <laughs> you're not mean to me. I love it. Bring it on, bring it. He the fire. said he was
1: like, Roast me, yeah, like we're in. Yeah. Josh and I were like goofing around all morning, like, You're going down. We it's were just fun. trying to, it's all fun.
0: Obviously, <laughs> yeah. we're all open minded to yeah. Bigfoot. You know yeah hopefully we get some more evidence of him soon yeah i someday, hope for. So. i hope
1: too it's interesting stuff yeah maybe it'll be, maybe anything's we'll do, possible we'll get david politis on the show one day oh, he seems to be the man yeah. but he won't or even jane. he won't
0: even talk about bigfoot
1: oh yeah he so he, yeah. he
0: never even said and come on like he, this guy spent his whole life like researching mm-hmm. the the forest and strange mm-hmm. things that happened and like yeah he's not even being like it's bigfoot you no, know yeah. we should so, get
2: jane she was cool jane I goodall. Yeah. yeah she was great yeah, yeah let's see if hit up jane goodall maybe we can get her for
0: the students yeah that'd be cool Maybe, you never know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but anyways, we yeah. just wanted to, you know.
1: Yeah, just address some of the feedback, but that, yeah. Hey, we're, it was a good time. Yeah, it was, I and mean, we're definitely going to do more, because like I said, most of you guys really loved
0: it, and uh
1: we like having fun. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, we might cover up. another
0: cryptid, and we're like, yeah, yeah. I, you, yeah. I'm a believer. I'm right. a believer, or and we're we're both not trying believers. to offend
1: anyone by saying we're not believers. <laughs> I think it's okay to hear no. someone else's opinion without being like so mad about it, like. <laughs> chill it's like we're on a floating rock in the middle of space exactly flying (laughs) around what are we doing we're just trying to have some fun we don't want to hit burnout you know a lot of people hit burnout when you do talk about depressing stuff every Uh, single week this is supposed to be my fun place you know i want to have fun a mile higher that's why we started this show and yeah i just want to have some episodes where we can be ourselves and goof around so thank you to everyone that was really supportive of the episode and enjoyed it uh we so appreciate your feedback and there'll be more
0: there will be more
1: but what do we got today
0: so uh this episode is brought to you by expressvpn native raycon and scouts honor which i'm very excited to tell you guys about uh, scouts honor actually really cool brand for pets Mm. um but we also got some interesting things that kind of been happening uh out there in the world the last couple weeks uh out there in the world i mean It's already crazy. Like we we talked about uh, a week ago or so, we were talking about how the COVID bill, the relief bill, had you know the Pentagon must disclose UFO Mm. information they have within six months. And what's interesting is that the CIA just just recently in the past week uh, released thousands of their UFO files to uh, a website called the Black Vault. So there's this guy out there. I've been following him for for a few years now, John Greenwald, and he. He's a really interesting dude. He basically set up like this online vault, and he just has submitted over the years all of these freedom, freedom of Information Act requests for different documents on different subjects. It's a really cool website. If you're bored and you mm-hmm. want you want to dig into some government files uh, that have been declassified about all sorts of things, yeah. uh, the black vaults where it's at. But the CIA gave him a uh, basically CD-ROM with all of these all their UFO files on it. Now you're thinking, okay, there's gotta be some good stuff in there. Well, unfortunately, most of these files have redactions in them. So you're, you're like trying to read through it and it'll just be like giant pieces of the document just blacked out. So it's hard to, you know, you're not always sure what's, you know, why, first of all, why are they redacting these names? Is there yeah. something something juicy behind that, you know, that mm-hmm. black mark? Or, you know, what's the reason for it? So he's working on trying, he got the files, they're all up there. You can actually just download them to your computer. Wow, you can download so the many. files from the website. There's tons, tons of stuff, and there's still people are still combing through it to see if there's anything really interesting in those files. Because I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some stuff in there, but uh, a few UFO enthusiasts have already turned up some material of interest. Actually, uh, one particular document pertaining to a dispute with a Bosnian fugitive with an alleged ET contact. Uh, that's very interesting, and then as well as mysterious midnight explosions in a small Russian town these are a part of the CIA files. So, you know, they've got some some interesting stuff in there. I just think that a lot of it's probably hiding behind mm-hmm. black marker, you know, yes. unfortunately. Because right. I mean, even with the JFK files and remember all of that, mm-hmm. yep. you know, trying to figure out who, what names are in there and you know, we kind of mm-hmm. figure that out. But it'll be really interesting to see if he's able to get some of these redactions removed and, and we get some more information. But it seems like this year, I think some I think some big things are gonna happen in the UFO world. And some of us aren't going to be ready for it.
1: That's what it seems like a lot of people in the community are saying, but I don't want to jinx it. I don't know. I know. I hope so. I hope we see some stuff.
0: Well, yeah, I think but I time, well, it gives
1: me kind of anxiety.
0: I know it, it does. Cause it can go one of two ways. It could be a peaceful contact or it could be a all out war, <laughs> all out space war coming.
1: Well, let's hope, let's hope, let's
0: hope not. But anyways, on the same subject of UFOs, balloon boy, remember oh, this
1: fuck yeah i'm so excited to talk about this
0: you want to explain a little bit the balloon boy yes
1: balloon story? boy so i'm sure a lot of you remember this maybe if you're younger you don't remember it but what year exactly 2011? 2009 2009 okay in colorado so yeah. too right yep i was a junior that year yeah and it, it happened in colorado but every time something major happens in colorado i swear i'm like out of town and watching it from <laughs> afar it's so weird i know um, but I was at my grandpa's house in Miami watching this on the news when it was going down. And it was crazy. Basically, this couple or I guess the kids were the ones to first report it, that their brother had like been taken off by some flying thing that he was like flying. And the police were like, what? The <laughs> and then the parents identified that he's up in this like weather balloon that they claimed that they had a weather balloon and that he had accidentally climbed into it. So right. they were like Frantic, and it turned into this big thing. um It was on CNN. There, you know, you can yeah, see the say, shot. Oh, we, we have, have a clip. clip. Yeah, okay, we'll let's just watch the, the clip of clip this happening. This. It's, it's too good. But all of a sudden, this there was like all these shots of this weather balloon, as you can see, like <laughs> flying like UFO, through the sky. The it does kind of look like a UFO, but it's a it's a weather balloon. And people thought there was a child in it, and this family was freaking out. The brothers were like, "Yeah, we saw him get in it and take the fuck off." And then, yeah, this is the clip where it you can see this grand. officer madly running, hoping that the kid doesn't, because everyone was worried he was going to crash down. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a big thing. But then they go home, they go back to the dude's house, and it turns out that the kid was actually hiding in their garage attic. attic they had a, But yeah. it was like over the garage yeah, yeah. Um, the whole time. And at first they were like, oh, we had no idea. He was just in there. <laughs> but then they did more investigation and they realized the entire thing was a hoax um, that the parents put together, which these parents have been clout chasers for years. They were also on Wife Swap. Um, So here's a picture of them on the show, they, they you know swapped with another family and there's a famous clip. If we can find it, I'll have Janelle insert it, but I'm not sure every clip we have is like mono, which means it's going to sound I'm really I'm sure we bad. could probably
0: find a clip. But if we yeah. can,
1: just a clip of the wife swap, swap would clip? be great. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. I'm very particular about how my eggs... I got the little ship attacking the mothership, and then I just go in and... Boom, crash. Cable manners are just not that important to us because they're children and they need to live like children. Fart meal fart. I mean, this guy, he just seems so, this guy seems so off his fucking rocker. (laughs) And he came up with this whole plot to have his kid pretend to hide, coach the other boys to, you know, tell the police that they saw him fly off in this weather balloon. It was all fake. It was all trying to get a reality TV show. They were hoping they'd get Another fucking. Rea- uh, they've been trying to get on reality they- TV as this like entertaining family for years. And yeah. just start vlogging. That sounds like something like the Ace family right? would do. But this is 2009. There uh, are yeah. no family vloggers True, back then. Right. They're like ahead of their time. This guy's probably kicking himself now. He's looking at the family vlog. Which he's like, this this, this, guy, is-
0: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's name is Richard Heaney and yeah. his wife was uh, Heaney. Mayumi Heaney as well.
1: God, and he's like, there's a clip of him on Wife Swapper. you you just are like, this guy's totally fucking. A piece of work i can't even <laughs> imagine dealing with he was like so rude screaming at the other wife and <laughs> god, i mean dude, you, like, he
0: seems like the type of guy that would do some dumb shit yeah like, this. like do a hoax with your child
1: yeah is so, flying
0: through the air could die right like wh- who does that i know and just
1: and knowing that he's just hiding safely yeah. the whole time and yeah. meanwhile it's all over national tv yeah. the fact that i was watching this in miami because
0: <laughs> what the people hell?
1: were so scared it was like oh my god the kid like what will happen and then they were all debating is it possible to get him down safely or will the landing kill him because they're not meant <laughs> right. to like have yeah. people in them. And <laughs> it was a whole debacle. And of course all these professionals got involved in tons of tax dollars, was, resources, yep. law enforcement, mm-hmm.
0: rescue, all these things were involved to yeah. make sure he would be okay if he landed and right. Didn't die. So,
1: so when they found out it was a hoax, <laughs> he got in trouble
0: that's a felony man
1: yeah that's a felony so richard
0: served a month in jail after pleading guilty to a felony count of attempting to influence a public servant and then uh his wife spent time in jail as well for 20 days for filing a false report and they also paid thirty-six thousand 000 in restitution now the reason why we're even bringing this up is because our current governor governor jared polis uh recently actually oh, pardoned the parents uh, oh. saying that they paid the price in the eyes of the public and shouldn't be dragged down by this criminal record for the rest of their lives. Because I mean, a felony is a felony. I mean, you're a felon. Yeah,
1: that's gonna uh that's gonna seriously.
0: impact your family and your, you know, whole life significantly. And so, is it
1: possible for them to have really learned a right, lesson it's in the like, last ten years? And yeah, I, mean, it, I see why. It, it was a it.
0: bad hoax, but it does it deserve a felony on your record no, forever. I don't
1: think so. No, yeah. I mean it's not violent and it's not like he actually sent the kid up there. I mean yeah,
0: yeah. Right, yeah. right.
1: Yeah, I think that was a good so it's move. good to
0: teach them a lesson obviously I think the jail time was <laughs> they got a public well deserved but... sure
1: they were so shamed all over the place yeah
0: yeah you basically have to go in hiding after that so mm-hmm. your dreams of being a reality star <laughs> yeah that are completely was crushed. toast at that point
1: I wonder if the kids just have so much cringe now looking back at like they like it's so sad that they <laughs> he forced them to be part of it and then now they're like part of this crime and they were just innocent children just listening to their dad like can you imagine? convincing your kids to be involved in something like that you've got to be at a, such a strange point as a parent that you think it's okay to use them in that way and like involve them in a hoax like this seriously though they must the kids now must just be like what oh the you're the fuck? balloon boy yeah they're like great <laughs> thanks it's gonna be dad like macaulay
0: culkin man whatever <laughs> that guy's name is
1: oh <laughs> i think it's gonna be a lot less bad but i highly doubt as many people will notice that's true that was an macaulay extreme culkin. example i guess so <laughs> yeah but no. that's
0: a it's a wild story though man maybe we'll cover that on your channel sometime that would be a good one to dive i know into. i thought
1: I, there's not that much to it though. That's it's true. like fairly yeah it's funny though a lot I mean, of people know it what well, people will do will. for clout man i know man it's truly a- they were ahead of their time they, <laughs> they i mean because they could have like nowadays Seriously. they could have like made it put on tiktok or something or who knows put their child in a balloon and put on tiktok that's like something a vlogger would do back that's such a good point they should just it sounds like they want to be vloggers they just want to make money off their family
0: seriously though
1: oh boy well interesting glad to see them pop back in the news hey maybe i think it's so funny
0: (laughs) we hope the best for the
1: heenies (laughs) especially the kids
0: yeah seriously though but let's go ahead and get into some sleep Bizarre theories. I got all sort. I mean, you're gonna be just mind blown. I got some mind blowing things coming your way. But before we do, we want to thank our first sponsors for today. Okay, what is sleep? Why do we sleep? Why do we dream? Uh, You don't have to answer all those right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, do do you want to name answers? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why do we sleep? That's what we're gonna investigate today. Are these different questions?
1: Is there any? Do you think there's any species of alien out there that doesn't need sleep?
0: Probably Mm. because biologically their, their bodies are probably far more evolved than us or the conditions in which they exist in don't require them to even, I hate that need sleep. I
2: love sleeping. Like I look forward. Sleeping makes me so happy. I love it. Me too. A thought of like being so advanced where we don't sleep anymore.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Like you just plug in and like recharge your battery while you watch TV and then you're like, Oh,
2: I'm well rested.
0: No, No. I think, uh, you know, and and we'll dive into, you know, some of the theories with sleep. But for me, I feel like sleep's almost like meditation. It's almost Mm -hmm. like that same realm that you enter, you know, obviously when you meditate, you shouldn't be asleep. But sometimes when I meditate, I feel like I'm kind of in between that's actually like the goal like of meditation right you're not people. really awake but you're not really asleep either you're kind of in this hit this, this hypnosis
2: point that's like a hypnosis hip hypnosis, hypnosis yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's kind that of this state.
0: in-between state which is a a relaxing place to be yes you know because mm-hmm. your egos removed at that point and if you think about how much of our stress and anxiety comes from our egos yeah
1: you think your egos removed when you're sleeping though yeah oh i think to I some. Think i think to
0: some extent well i think it's, it's a shadow of what your ego really is, or it's showing you a different part of your ego that you're not actually interacting with when you're awake. Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes God, we're just diving in deep here. Okay. (laughs) But you know, when you're asleep, like you, you know, you, you sometimes become a different person or you feel like, you know, it's a different version of yourself that you're actually experiencing in your dreams. And then you wake up and you're like, like, who was that guy? Or who was that, you know, who was that person? Yeah, you, you ever feel like that? Or is that just no, me? No, I was
1: going to say that sounds like just you. <laughs> I'm normally me. I'm norm- oh. It's normally very close Authentic to my reality. To it's not far off from realm of possibility in my dreams. They're not too, like, wild. Which we'll get more into. Yeah, yeah. Our, we all have such a different experience
0: with dreaming. I always think it's interesting to hear about people's dreams. Mm-hmm. It is. But let's talk about sleep for a minute. So. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're going to kind of start with sleep and talk about sleep and the history of of sleeping, which is very interesting stuff. But isn't it interesting how like, you know, growing up, you'd go on a sleepover and have you guys ever stayed up a full 24 hours before? I've
2: never done that my whole life. What?
0: <laughs> Are you serious? I
2: have never stayed up full 24 hours.
1: I, I think I did have one you? time in high school because, yeah, we like eat all night. For senior year, <laughs> like, I've, and then I went to school the next day. Oh, that's crazy! But twenty four yeah.
0: hours where you're like, you that literally I was up for
1: twenty four hours. That was the only time. God, yeah. never done that.
0: Do you remember how you felt like after shit. being up for twenty four hours?
1: Like shit, but I was also running on the adrenaline of like senior year, <laughs> so exciting, guys. <laughs> so like, I was, I like yeah. once I hit the pillow, I was out, but it wasn't like all day. I mean, I literally went over twenty four hours. Probably closer yeah, I've to gone. Yeah,
0: I've gone over twenty four hours too. You have really? Yeah, I've I've gone probably like two days before. When?
1: How? What? When? Literally yeah, how? it was. It
0: was like when I was 17 18 years old. It was, was uh, so like at that point, I don't remember. No, no, that. no. Like she's like,
2: I had my tracker on you, and I remember <laughs> you sleeping. So there. Were,
0: <laughs> this is kind of going back in time, but. At one point, I was I was very interested in being a police officer, and one of the things that I did when I was 17 is I went on a bunch of police ride-alongs, mm-hmm. and I did a lot of graveyard shifts. And so I'd go to school, and then I'd have a graveyard shift uh, ah. that night that started at 10 o'clock that would go through all the way till 8 a.m. the next morning. So I would go on the graveyard shift, and then there was even one time mm. I got done with the graveyard shift, and I think I... I don't know if I hung out with you or somebody else, but... I, I never actually even went to bed that day and I actually just went back to school and everything and just uh, <laughs> continued on.
1: That's You're probably crazy. hanging out with me.
0: <laughs> probably. How? This guy was
1: in love. He would sacrifice his sleep. Oh my God. I did. He literally time, would actually. drive like an hour every day both ways. Each way to me.
0: All the time to come. To I did. Anything. Anything to be with you.
1: <laughs> Do you want me to leave? <laughs> We're having a bit of a moment right now.
0: It's okay though but um it's
2: okay yes it's okay it's okay to have a
0: moment no but my whole point was is that there's people that have been that stayed up eight to ten days straight and had no adverse side effects of that
1: that's really interesting
2: fuck i would literally die
1: i'm sure some of our audience has experienced stuff like that if you have severe insomnia that's not well maybe not the seven
2: nine days or whatever but
0: uh, just a couple
2: days isn't that rare what's the longest you've
0: stayed up for I'd be curious to know if anybody stayed up like
2: i've stayed up till like seven in the morning i think one time with my friends in like high school or something and i remember being like that was terrible and then i never did again (laughs) so you've almost been up 24 hours then probably well i went to sleep and slept all day so like i was yeah but what time did you wake up the prior day maybe i was a, I, I, okay. so 18 hours but i feel like a true all-nighter is like you're not staying up till the wee hours in the morning and then going to sleep you're like awake the entire time yeah like i've never mm. done that like mm. the whole going to school going to the night shift yeah. going back yeah. to school right No. i couldn't did. even think about that no
1: yeah i definitely couldn't do it now i mean i have chronic fatigue but right yeah, i could definitely not function at all like that by like 11 p.m
2: i'm like
1: oh i was a different soul in high school though i was able to do shit like that (laughs) well
0: when you're younger i think it's way easier to stay up stay up late so like the record is actually held by a 26 year old chinese guy who actually passed away as a result of not sleeping oh my gosh Um, that's 11 days and the reason for staying up was to try and watch european soccer games Oh, boy. And so he literally stayed up for 11 days straight. It was like during a tournament. Oh, no. And so in order to watch all the games, it was all at odd hours. So he just decided to stay up 11 days.
1: What? There must have been hours where it wasn't on. That shit I'm was saying. on all the time for that. I one? guess
0: to watch it. But he ended up dying in his sleep on the 11th day. Oh,
2: he died oh. in his sleep. In his sleep. Right. He died. Oh, wow.
0: Yep. He eventually your body just eventually you go into a coma. I was going to say him. at
2: some point you literally must fall over and just yeah Mm, your your body
0: needs sleep in order to revitalize the entire thing it's it's interesting because it is like a recharge it's like a bat we're like a battery like we need to recharge in order for us to continue on that energy Mm -hmm. you know that stamina bar on you know your Mm -hmm. your character on grand theft auto's got to be refilled (laughs) before you can start sprinting again you know so it's like it's the same type of thing with humans that we absolutely need sleep in order to function Mm -hmm. and if we go without it for long periods of time you can actually die Uh, but we talked about this briefly too like the average time that we actually sleep in a lifetime is kind of blew my mind i didn't even i knew it was about a third of your life but when you actually break it down to the amount of years that you're asleep of your life it (laughs) kind of scares you a little bit because you're like wow my life is way shorter than i thought we're i'm Mm -hmm. losing 26 years if i live to 79 i lose 26 years
2: that's literally from the time I was born to right now. I'm 26 yeah. years old. I could be like asleep this entire, and then right. just wake up and never sleep again. Imagine if that's how it goes. That's so insane,
1: isn't like, it? Though? That like, really is hard years. to wrap your mind around. Like you can hear it, but to really think, 26. Years. I lay there asleep for 26 years.
3: Like that's that's
1: some so Sleeping Beauty shit. It,
0: it is, <laughs> and it, but it also really makes me question. You know, is is it just this biological? Function that we need to complete every day in order for our bodies to you know live and live healthy or Maybe there's there's a reason for us sleeping 26 years of our life. Maybe you know what happens while we sleep is Extremely important to the human experience Mm -hmm. Like maybe there's so much more to it than we even understand or know right now and there's truly Mm -hmm. a purpose for that 26 years and maybe there's a journey we're all on in our dream, dream worlds. And you know, yeah. maybe there is an actual it's our connection
1: with the other side. Maybe that's what a lot, what of, a lot people of people say think. That. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because you know, the aboriginals, which were some of the first people in the, pl- the first people on the planet, you know, they, they believe so much in dream time and they, that's so sacred to them. Sleeping is so important. That was to their the period when system. the universe
0: was created. Yeah. That's like, they believe that's like mm-hmm. when creation happened was in this dream time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really interesting to me when I found out 26 years of my life is spent unconscious with these sometimes bizarre movies playing in my head. It sometimes feels like, yeah. where I'm just like, what is going on? Or sometimes I'd be like, that felt like another life that I was living. Like mm-hmm. that felt like I just, you know, woke up and realized, oh, I'm back in this reality. And Do
2: you ever have a dream so vivid where like when you wake up for a second for like a few split seconds you're like is this real and then you yes. realize like it didn't happen or you are like oh my god thank god like that yep. was a dream it's like the trippiest feeling to be like oh that's not reality whatsoever yeah okay like what was that for then like
1: right before josh and i got married like a couple weeks before we got married i had this horrible dream that he cheated on me right before our wedding, and I was so devastated. I woke up like fully in tears and sweating. Like I thought Wild. it was real, and I and Josh woke up and he what? Wo- or Josh wasn't in the bed when I woke up, and I literally like remember that I like cried out to you. I was like Josh,
3: yes, and th- do you remember I do that? Remember this, yeah. Dude, I, I, had a dream I was
1: like, like, I thought that too. you cheated. I had to like make sure you were here because I really thought I thought crazy. it happened. And then I was like low key kind of mad at you for a few minutes. Like I was like, what the fuck. <laughs>
0: He's you like, like didn't oh, trust me for no. for the first hour of the day. I like, swear <laughs> I was like a little grumpy towards him like during fox. the day. I was
1: like God, I, like it felt that real. It felt mm-hmm. so real, and I think it was just because we were getting married, and I was having like all you know you have thoughts like cold feet and stuff. I was just like wondering is is uh, is it the right choice? And I had a I had so many wedding dreams in general of the wedding going like terribly wrong and me like forgetting my dress or. You know yeah and like
0: that's interesting because there's there's actually studies done on dream themes which i'll which we'll talk about here in a little bit that oh, cool. and we'll go over these these most popular dream themes and we'll see how many oh. each of us have actually had because i think it'll kind of blow everybody's minds that we all dream kind of very similar things yeah. in similar situations but the other thing i was going to bring up though is um, that i found really really interesting is you know the sleep hormone which you know what that is that's melatonin right Mm -hmm. so the sleep which we naturally do have in our bodies and guess where that's released from where the pineal gland
1: yes the nurse at my pineal gland infusion center was telling me that the other day man melatonin is super confusing to me i've heard so many different things about melatonin did i say melatonin melatonin (laughs) melatonin Melatonin. yeah Yeah, i've had so have i though like i've heard things some some people say it's like terrible for you i've heard it's bad if you have thyroid disease but then all the nurses at my center the other day were saying like we're supposed to be taking large amounts with it of it it helps your mental health there's all these new studies being taken you're supposed to be taking it like in the morning like huge amounts and then you get used to it or something it's really weird by the way we're not saying we're not doctors we have no No. idea what the fuck we're talking about please look into this more yeah (laughs) but um yeah melatonin is kind of an interesting very controversial thing
2: A lot of people say that, oh, it's great for a little, but then you become addicted to it, Mm -hmm. so-called, then you can't sleep without it, and then your body doesn't, like, produce it naturally. Yeah. Some people say that they took, they, like, would take it, and then they believe that their body started producing it on itself, and then it's, like, stopped taking it. It's the weirdest thing. I feel like there's not that much concrete, like,
1: research done on it. No. Mm -hmm. It's still definitely being researched.
0: It's it's really interesting, though, because, you know, just the fact that it's released by the uh, pineal gland is... Very interesting to me. I mean mm-hmm. we've talked about this a number of times, especially in our water episode about how your you know your gland can actually become calcified. Mm-hmm. Um, you know if there's too much fluoride, things like that or other chemical contamination or consumption over time of your life, you know mm-hmm. you can actually calcify up your uh, pineal gland, which a lot of people believe is you know as one philosopher put it, it's the seed of the soul. Uh, a lot of people believe it has a lot of significance spiritually. Some the, people
1: call it the third eye.
0: The third eye, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of significance to that and it's interesting that this chemical or hormone that's released in your body when the sun sets in order to get you to go to sleep, mm-hmm. how how complex that really is and hmm, is it is it kind of like putting you in this, you know, is there a connection between your third eye and your sleeping and, and dreaming situation? Uh, I just find that really interesting. interesting. Um, but from a scientific perspective uh, sleeping is something that we've studied for a long time now but we've just started learning you know in the last couple centuries about you know how our body clock works and natural shifts from wakefulness to sleepiness and just kind of how you know what's actually happening biologically while we're asleep and we're obviously learning a lot of things about our memory um, there's a lot of, of studies and research research showing that while you're sleeping your your brain's doing all this, memory solidification mm-hmm. and filing away of of different things that you experienced throughout your day or over the past week it, it's really interesting because it's like that what was that one movie we watched god the uh brain one the disney movie that was really good
1: oh inside out inside oh Out, a great out, movie. wonderful movie
0: great movie it it really helps kind of put a visual representation to dreaming and memories and kind of how that's Obviously, it's not filed away with little marbles, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, a great like visual for the concept. Right, yeah, my right. my therapist even like had me refer to that. He had me watch that movie so he could kind of explain
0: inside out yeah. memories. And yeah, Right. Mm-hmm. so a lot of people think that while, you know, once you go to sleep, that's what's going on is your brains filing away memories. It's organizing things and that, you know, what's happening during your dreams is that you're seeing a visual representation of that process. So. Really interesting stuff. But that's really cool.
1: Also, before we go any further, I do want to say that um, I am coloring and there were some comments last week saying that it seemed like I was like uninterested or that the colorings like distracting for me, but it's not. It actually helps me a lot. If you don't know, I am a neurodiverse person. I have ADHD and dyslexia and coloring does help me. Um, So it kind of reminded me of my old teachers being like, don't doodle. But then I would have people being like, do because yeah. it help it actually does help your brain so much if you it does. have focus most issues. people have
0: something they do i'm sitting here my leg is literally shaking <laughs> on my chair underneath the whole time I'm, I'm talking
1: it helps me so much to to listen to more yeah. of what josh is saying to process my own thoughts better it helps with my anxiety because sometimes i do get anxious podcasting is a little because you're just like live it's just it, it can be a little anxiety inducing so it helps me so much so i just wanted to say that because yeah i saw a couple comments like that and I used to color on the show and people would get say the same thing that I seem bored or uninterested. I don't really care like what anyone thinks at this point. I need to do what's best for me and how I'm most comfortable so that I can perform the best. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
0: technically podcast doesn't usually even have cameras on us so that you can visually see it. So you'd never know what we're doing at the table.
1: And I get it. If you don't have ADHD, you can't understand how doing something else helps you focus, but it actually does. And if I know that my, Neurodiverse homies out there understand what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> exactly. But
1: Anyway. All right. Keep going
0: So the next thing I wanted to talk about is kind of the history of sleep and What I mean by that is this idea or recommendation from you know different institutions saying that we need to sleep eight or nine hours on average a night in order to get a full night's sleep um, is actually a, a fairly modern creation um, that came about as a result of the Industrial yeah. Revolution and And this is really interesting because there's, there's, a I have a lot of thoughts about why that is, but kind of going back in time to before people slept eight hours a day, I mean, if you go all the way back 10,000 plus years ago to the Neolithic era, uh, I mean, it it was all based around, you know, the sun and stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, predators that were out there at night. So once it got dark out, you know, they retreat to their, to their, I guess, caves and, you know, houses and huts and things like that to, to sleep. But that was also because they couldn't really do anything once the sun went down. That was their source of light.
1: But now we live in a society that's all based around most jobs, at least a nine to five schedule. And for us to be the most productive, we have to have these long periods of work. But we don't necessarily know that as soon as the sun went down, people before they had a system like of time. Right to bed. No, yeah. they could have been doing cooking things, right. working on things. And the more typical way to, to function back then in the day and the way that we're supposed to is in smaller chunks kind of sleep when you're tired so that you're not sleeping this big chunk and then you have to store enough energy to get through your day. Cause most people by the end of the day, they're like exhausted and we shouldn't be getting to the point where we're exhausted. We should be sleeping in spurts, but that one not work great for the workforce force, force, (laughs) right? Like, okay, it's nap time. Everybody go to sleep for three hours, (laughs) like a little bit. (laughs) It could work though. It could work. But in our capitalistic society and the way things are, that's not going to make right. the most money ideally to them. Maybe it would, but we're so stuck in our ways and well, the way also, things have been done for so long right. that well, that's the way we see predict- productivity.
0: I mean, from a historical perspective, the biggest thing is obviously with the Industrial Revolution, that's when like manufacturing and factories really came along. And so our the way our economy worked before was it was very much based around farming, yeah. right? A lot of agricultural. So it was very dependent on you know the sun and you know daylight and things like that but once we got into factories and stuff i mean you can and and especially when artificial lights introduced Mm -hmm. i mean that really kind of changed the game and it allowed people to work and work just as efficient when with the sun up and the sun down so um, and to your point what you just said is that it comes back to money i mean companies want to make as much money as possible and so you know what's the most efficient for them is it having workers you know in long you know working for long periods of time without breaks or naps <laughs> you know there are
2: so many studies though that talk about the benefits of napping even for like 20 to 30 minutes a day and your yes. productivity level sky rockets and so like mm-hmm. a lot of like millennial based companies and like i think a lot of the more forward-thinking companies mm-hmm. are taking that into account like i've read things that yes. they will literally have rooms for you to go and like take a nap in because they're aware that people get more things done at the end of the day. If you can take a break, like just this mentality of like, go, 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 go go, until you feel like you're going to die. Sleep, do it all over the next day. It's like, doesn't work. (laughs) Maybe it seems like it would work, but like in the grand scheme of themes, like you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. You have to like set yourself up for success.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like that new mindset is, is working so well for so many companies too, where they, they're realizing how much mental health and, I guess, exhaustion levels are going to affect productivity. Yeah. Um, and we have a friend that works for a company that is super forward. They've got like a yoga room. They've got daily yoga mm-hmm. that you can take. Yeah. They've got a napping space. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you wonder like, it's so good for your brain to like take a break. Even an and hour. Recharged. Nap. Yeah, it's so true. No, but they say that an hour makes you more not- tired. It's supposed to be 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I've been hearing this forever. Like power naps are a real thing that if you don't go fully into REM sleep, right. it actually it can make helps. you more sleepy. That can make you more sleepy. Right. Um, but if you just do, and it does work. Like I know Josh knows for me, like if I get really tired, I need to like lay down for 30 minutes and that will make, that's enough for me to kind of recharge a little bit to get through the day.
0: You know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, even if I fall asleep for like 15 minutes, I feel like, I just slept for hours sometimes.
1: Naps like, are so like good. Why don't
2: we normalize normalize naps? <laughs> oh my God. We start a campaign. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: I say so. I mean, we like teach our kids. We like start them off napping and we know that how much that helps them with their moods and
2: napping is so you know, amazing. Like, why don't we continue that?
0: No, I know. And, and Nap it, time. we did that for thousands of years. We were on, we were on a, you know, by basic sleep pattern mm-hmm. uh, is what it's called when you, you know. Take short sleeps like that in between, you know, working. Yeah. So you know, this change to this monophasic sleep pattern is is all because of the Industrial Revolution, basically, and this whole basically capitalism and you know corporations and factories and stuff. I mean, they they're all about profit and yep. at the the cost of the workers. So it's mm-hmm. like, it, and and I think also you know science has also you know, and a lot of academics did push the, you know, you need the eight, nine hour stints of sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was this was, you know, backed up by by, you know, really smart people that study this stuff for a long time. But, you know, we're starting to do more research and finding out that the most natural way for us to sleep is in this biphasic sleep pattern where we're, you know, sleeping multiple times a day uh throughout the day so that, you know, we're not going and laying our heads down for eight hours waking up not feeling good and refreshed. So mm-hmm. You know, even even sleeping for four hours and then waking up for a few hours and then sleeping for another four hours is actually better for most people than one long nine hour sleep. I, I
1: seriously think I would function way better with that.
0: I do, too. I mean, I'll be honest. There's times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to sleep in and then I sleep in and sleep 10, sometimes 11 or 11 hours sometimes. And I'll wake up and I'm like, I feel like absolute dog shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like I didn't sleep at all. What the hell just happened?
3: Versus there'll be
0: times where I get five hours of sleep and I'll wake up and I feel great I'm alert I'm ready to go yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm just like well this makes a lot of sense maybe we're not meant to sleep that for that long I you feel know, like oversleeping
2: is a thing but also like we should be sleeping more but yeah like you said like not in this giant period because sleeping for like mm-hmm. 12 hours sometimes if I oversleep I feel like complete shit and then I can't yes. like do it I feel like I never even actually wake up that day like i feel like i'm always like in this weird like fuzz
0: that's totally a thing well here's what's interesting is that neuroscientists are saying that by you know putting cramming all of our sleep into one period is actually making sleepers wake up more anxious than when they fell asleep like sometimes they're you know not only do you not feel good after sleeping a long period of time but you're actually you're mentally just in a worse state than you were when you fell asleep and this is you know this is coming from neuroscientists so I don't know, it's it's pretty interesting. And the whole, the the worst part of this, though, is this whole one you know sleep period is that as a result of the Industrial Revolution, we saw this huge influx of people develop insomnia. I mean, this wasn't even a thing before the Industrial Revolution. Insomnia did not even exist until our society changed to this type of work schedule and everybody's got to sleep for really? eight hours. Are you sure about yes, that? Yes, yes. It's um, not
1: something you could just have genetically that maybe you're like, like, for example,
0: obviously there's probably, there's probably were a few people that had yeah, insomnia because like, of, yeah. but I'm just saying that it, a wasn't, or something, it wasn't, it or... wasn't the same level of, of, you know, diagnoses for mm. people. Like there was, it just saying. wasn't a really a widespread thing where there's all these drugs and all of these cures mm-hmm. and all of these sleep aids. That wasn't a thing before the industrial revolution. That's it also really makes me wonder
2: like if our, environment has had an effect on that and like our food Mm. and our emissions that we inhale and our electronics that we stick to our bodies electronics
1: just in general yeah the like the blue screen Uh uh-huh that makes you more tired
2: too Mm -hmm. well yeah like makes your eyes sore Mm -hmm. i just wonder if like as we've grown as a society and like have become more like industrialized if
0: that's impacted if that's because
2: it impacts our health right like that's a known thing. I feel like we have more weird diseases and stuff than we ever have had because I feel like a lot of the stuff that we put into our bodies is not great. So like, how do we know like our sleep could be so affected by our world right now? You it's, know, yeah, and like I mean, how we live.
0: Right. And there could be even things that we don't even understand yet. Like we haven't discovered or, or links and connections mm-hmm. between That's true. technology, food, that we just haven't made yet that are impacting the number of people's quality of sleep, the number of people uh, saying that, you know, being diagnosed with insomnia. I mean, it's 30 to 50% for, for the population and in, in many studies that are conducted. I mean, That's it's, so it's huge levels huge. And, and, and this is directly related to the way the world changed after the industrial revolution and this change to this one sleep period.
1: I uh, wonder how much it's changed alone. Just before Like from computers and Mm -hmm. blue screen technology, smartphones in bed, like all of that. Oh, it's probably it's got to have contributed amplified it it a million times. Absolutely, absolutely. No
0: comparison, probably. Well, not only that. Here's the here's another here's a little conspiracy for you. Okay. So you know, right after the Industrial Revolution, everybody's working super hard, working late. People are also developing insomnia, and so how do they deal with that? What do they you know? They need to come up with some type of sleep aid or, or mm-hmm. drug that can help people sleep mm-hmm. and that's when in 1903 barbitol a basically a long acting sedative and sleep inducing drug was invented in 1903 again to help people get better sleep right so there you go all of a sudden big pharma ba yeah. they're on the scene you know how can
1: we make some money off
0: these here people? we go let's sell them sleep aids mm-hmm. you this will blow your mind so there was a recent report by Infinium Global Research, which estimated that the sleep aids market will become a one hundred and fourteen billion dollar industry by twenty twenty five.
2: Do we know where that's at now? Shit. It's really? it's
0: uh, 400, 500 million right now. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! So they're saying, god. God. Yeah.
2: Wow. that's
1: terrifying, honestly.
0: So it's and it's I really getting sympathize worse.
1: for people like there's probably so many of our lister- listeners who have experienced insomnia at least once in their life. I went through a period where I was I could not sleep and I was struggling all the time and. On sleep aids, I've done sleep aids before. It's not fun at all. Not just sleep aids; I've done prescription sleep medications yeah. multiple times in my life. Um, right now, I'm just—I've got chronic fatigue, so that's not an issue for me. But it sucks when you can't sleep and you feel like you've got to get to sleep before you, because you got work in the morning. You've got to be somewhere, and you and know, you know, that's know how like you'll The most feel. stressful thing, and then the stress makes it worse because mm-hmm. you can't. It's just—I really feel for people, and I—I I understand why people turn to medication because what you're the desperate. fuck else do you do you're desperate yeah. yeah and a lot of people don't even have access to marijuana which so many people use for sleep oh yeah so oh, yeah. Yeah, CBD as well. CBD's cbd is very too. very good for sleep mm-hmm. as well so it is.
0: uh yeah cbn cbg all of those cannabinoids definitely mm-hmm. help you help you sleep so mm-hmm. but i mean obviously this was a huge opportunity for big pharma to fill a need i mean and yeah. i mean just the mere fact that you know you can't turn on the tv now and not get a commercial for some type of like sleep aid Mm. i mean there's always lunasta
1: uh, there's always like
0: yeah
2: and then there's the you know you're on a medication for something completely unrelated to sleep but then a side effect of that is Mm -hmm. insomnia or whatever and so it's like oh yep you also need to take this pill then
0: right yeah it's really crazy It's like a chain reaction that Mm -hmm. happens like you know you might might fix one issue but then two Mm -hmm. others pop up Mm -hmm. and then you're all of a sudden you know you're you're needing this pill, this pill, that prescription. And, yeah. you know, obviously there's a lot of natural ways to help with these things, but a lot of people don't know about those natural ways because, you know, mm-hmm. they're not advertised on TV like right. like a Lunesta or other type of prescription pill is going to be advertised. So, you know, I think there's definitely, you know, some conspiracy wrapped up in there with Big Pharma. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, the way I mean, that I we're I I wouldn't even, yeah,
1: that's like true.
0: The way our society's laid out and we're kind of all these, you know, just work to death until... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know and then when we need need to get back to work we go and get these different drugs in order well, to help us continue working
2: it's not fair to think about like expecting your body to get up and work your ass off for you know 8 10 12 hours whatever and then get home and then all of a sudden be able to just lay down and turn off your brain and go to sleep like that's not
1: no realistic so over like setting ourselves home. up
2: for failure
1: totally And then you want some time to enjoy your life, be with your family, watch a show that you want (laughs) to Right. Like, I feel like some people's time is just so limited. They get off work so late and they're like so exhausted that they just just go go to sleep sleep. Yeah. and that cycle gets so depressing.
2: Yep. Yeah. Been there. It's not fun. It's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, Yeah. it's easy to like slip into that cycle. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I think the good thing is is that as a society, since it feels like, you know, with the age of Aquarius, we're going to wake up and I think more people (laughs) wake up and realize, okay, you know, we don't need these you know systems and prescriptions that have been put in place obviously there's there's some that are absolutely necessary but oh, yeah. I I think we're all kind of realizing that like Maybe there, you don't there, need as much you don't need as much as that of that stuff and there is tons of natural, natural medication that mm-hmm. can really help especially with insomnia and sleep issues and and dreaming i mean if you're somebody who's like i never dream i mean <laughs> there's there's yeah. ways to to help enhance that so oh
1: there oh yeah 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 I thought you meant a prescription pill. I was like, what? Oh, There's something like that the dream on the pill. The dream pill. No, <laughs> I need like that. That. Coming you're now. talking like That's what I need. jasmine oil, mugwort oil. Right. Um, I mean, what else? Maybe I should try some of that. Yeah, dude, mugwort's awesome. I I always have hella good dreams when I rub mugwort oil. I have it right next to my bed. I put it right on my temples, really massage it in, and my dreams are so much better. They say it's like uh, the astral projection herb Ooh. like a lot of people yeah. use it to astral project. There's a few other things too I can't think of them offhand yeah. But
0: well, I mean this this is literally what the ancients were using like uh-huh. the ancients were using essential oils and things like that, too Because I, I, you got to remember I mean human civilization has been going on for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and you don't think <laughs> they Experience some of the same things that we're experiencing like the, all these issues that biologically we're having aren't mm-hmm. brand new No, no, there was obviously it wasn't to the same magnitude back then, but there were people experiencing some of the same biological issues that our bodies have Mm -hmm. now and then. So what did they do? Did they go and get, you know, go to the local Walgreens in ancient Egypt and say, can I get a, (laughs) you know, an Ambien, please? Like, no.
2: Do you guys know anything about ancestral trauma?
1: Maybe they did. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. I. That's a whole topic for so another So fascinating. Super, super fascinating. Do we carry
2: the traumatic, you know, events and stuff that our ancestors have been through? Are we carrying that genetically or yeah. physically in our bodies today? And we have no idea we're doing it because it happened hundreds of years ago. It's really interesting you say that,
1: too, because I've heard that connected to dreaming as well, that sometimes when you dream experiences that you've that like when you do have something that's so out of your reality and so or you feel like a different person that that is tapping into your ancestral interesting. background. Yeah. You know from
0: Yeah. I I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't no doubt it. either. I mean,
1: it's very interesting stuff. There's clearly something more to dreaming, which can we can we talk about dreaming first? Yeah, yeah, we're
0: going to Yeah, we're going to go into dreaming for a second. I just want to talk about uh the ancients for a second. Okay. Uh sp- specifically the ancient Egyptians and classical Greeks. I mean, when they, they took dreaming very seriously Mm -hmm. and oftentimes they were doing, they would go into holy places, you know, either temples or even, you know, back then people that were known as oracles or basically religious fortune tellers. I mean, there was a lot of, of people like that back in these different societies and they would actually go around and they're still been These mystics have always been around and you know, people like to just dismiss them. But anyways, uh, you know, they would go and sleep in places, you know, that they considered holy or in the presence of 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 mystics and mediums or- and things like that in order to receive messages through their dreams. Yeah. Um, and this was something that happened thousands of years ago and even more recently. Um But also, like, even medieval Christians were worried about their dreams and how that they could tell the future. I mean, this idea of dream divination is something mm-hmm. that's been around since like the beginning of time basically mm-hmm. like you know can can the future be told through dreams can you you know and can you use dreams for interpretation of real life
1: is it possible that our dreams are messages from our spirit guides from our right, ancestors right. So from maybe aliens who knows like other dimensions are these messages to us right you know versus just something that I think so many people think of dreaming as it's just some weird shit your head concocts because it's stupid, mm-hmm. you know, during the night.
0: I, I mean, and, you know, some scientists would tell you that it's just like this totally natural and nothing crazy's happening. We it's just don't know. your brain right. filing away things, dealing with that's your That's just how your brain, brain deals with your thoughts, yeah. That's yeah. what you always hear.
1: Your brain's just, you know, making a silly little show for you while you sleep. No, no like, it's like we don't clearly know so that. much more. There's not
2: that. And there's not enough like research being done. We I really know. don't know. Like, yeah, why it's the my
1: personal belief too. It's crazy. Yeah. I know we we have no idea. So to talk about dreaming for
0: a sec. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about dreaming.
1: What are just, what's your personal experience with dreaming?
0: I love it. You enjoy it. I enjoy it. And I specifically take things that will help enhance my dreams.
1: Explain what
2: that means. Do you think there's a chance that's a placebo? <laughs> no, like, gen- no, no, like no. what do you take?
0: Because I've tested that. I've thought that so many times that. So, I mean, just cannabis use for yeah. one is edibles. is edibles. That's why, I mean, I'm a, I'm a regular edible user. I pretty much take edibles every day because I find that. Especially at night. Especially at night. Especially before bed. It's like how I get ready for bed because, I mean, I'm also a caffeine addict. So, I'm like pumping caffeine into my body <laughs> all day. Yeah, so, in order for me to go to bed before like 3 a.m., I need, I need some you know an edible to help bring me back down
1: you don't need i don't it. need I wouldn't it say no i word. don't need it i'll just you fall asleep. enjoy it I and enjoy you have it. a natural cannabinoid cannabinoid system in your body for right, a reason right so mm-hmm. There's but i just wrong with that.
0: i know every time i do i know that night i'm going to dream and i'm probably going to remember most of those dreams it doesn't happen every time but yeah i would say like eight times out of ten like i'll i'll you know have an edible before sleep I'll wake up the next morning I'll be like wow that was a really cool crazy dream.
2: That is so fascinating that you dream because of weed because scientifically like if you look at it a lot of research has shown that weed actually cuts off mm-hmm. the thing that makes you not necessarily that you don't dream that you don't recall any of your dreams. And that's really interesting that like yours is the opposite it, like almost like activates it. Yeah. And I've heard that yeah. like mm-hmm. I've heard that's how mine are too. That's crazy to me because
1: when I started smoking weed my dreams were crazy at first.
2: I don't like dream I don't remember my dreams at all and like I use cannabis and I'm yeah. i pretty mm. sure it's because of that like if I you know go somewhere where I don't and I like happen to not use cannabis for like multiple days at a time I will start dreaming mm. like interesting. a lot more mm. but then if I do it like completely cuts it out and it's but, so interesting that you guys have the opposite experience
1: well to explain your experience too you have a lot of dreams that are very anxiety inducing. Yes. You have nightmares. Janelle is has like serious, right. like most of the dreams There's that she has are dreams. bad. Mm-hmm. So I think your, your body naturally protects you from that. That's and the true. marijuana like helps you calm down, relax so that mm-hmm. you don't have, and maybe you just, and you know, like I said, in the beginning of this, we only remember, I, le- I know how you like to say, I remember most of my dreams, but you don't, we actually don't remember it's 5%. Mm-hmm. It feels to us that we're remembering all of it. Cause we saw it all, but mm-hmm. there is so much that we don't know. Like who knows what the fuck happens in the other, like 90% of the time that we don't remember. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting how everyone's experiences are so different. Like for me, dreaming ha- is my, one of my favorite things about life. Like oh. I love that. I get to dream. I feel like I watch this movie every night and I have learned so much from my dreams about my deep, like conscious issues, like things I needed to work through appear in my dreams. I see the same patterns. I have the same situations yeah. happening yeah. over and over again that I, it's to the point where I'm like, okay, this is clearly something I need to address. I need to figure yeah. out what I'm trying to be told here And I need to... That's what
0: they're finding. I mean, mm -hmm. they're finding that the themes of dreams can be linked to suppression of unwanted thoughts or just, you know, dealing with, you know, it's the same reason why if you're going to take an exam the next day that you might dream about taking an exam. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm, if you're mm -hmm. studying for an exam that night, you might dream about taking an exam because... You know, you were dealing with that right before you went to bed. I mean, what you do right before you go to sleep is super important and I think has the most impact on what you actually dream about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know for me personally, if I watch a a horror movie but right before I go to bed, chances are something some element of it may I may not have a nightmare, but some element of that movie is somehow going to make it into my dreams most often uh, time. So it's interesting that how how big of a piece that is. Did you know that you, each of your dreams are only like five to 20 minutes long, but they feel like hours when you're in them? I heard they were even less than that. But I thought the they were seconds long. I thought, really? they, were like a couple I minutes. thought they were like, 30 there's seconds. there's I've different always things that, out though. there on that. But I, the, but
2: it is mind blowing either way.
0: It's short. It's super short. But in your dream, you're like, you this feels like it like goes, like goes on forever. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, they say Maybe. time works differently in other dimensions, too. Maybe we're getting we're kind of experiencing that, you know.
0: What about are your dreams in color or are they black and white? This mm-hmm. is something uh, my dreams are in color interesting only some Absolutely. people dream in color a lot really? of people dream in black and white only
1: oh i had no idea you could dream in black and white. i've never dreamed in black and i've white. dreamed
0: in black and white before for sure what yeah oh, i dream in color I remember. vivid colors really like, oh no, my gosh I have, I have so many vivid
1: dreams man i've got like some i really do have some little cool dreams. child over there like no, I really do like and I have dreams about being in like parts of the, the world that I've never been like beautiful landscapes where I'm I'm like, I almost feel like I literally went somewhere and I can still recall them and they were so gorgeous and so vivid and interesting God, that's
2: never happened to me. And I have
1: a lot of trips of, of like or a lot of dreams of. Going on trips like vacations, yeah. like mm-hmm. um, traveling to places I've never been. But in my dream, I'm always running out of time to do things yeah. while I'm there. And I'm yeah. like, I only have a day left and I've done nothing or something like that.
0: I mean, I your know. dream, if you really think about it, is really like a psychedelic trip. It, I mean, to me, it, that's how it, it, it feels. It basically yeah. is the same thing. I mean, if you've had a psychedelic trip, you would know that oftentimes you don't remember. 95 percent of the shit from your trip you know like mm-hmm. it's well, it's the same kind of i wouldn't say concept. That. well not yeah, but i'm <laughs> I no, would it,
1: not say that it just
0: depends but I, but i'm but saying you like, don't
1: remember every single second every thought right everything right that's
0: what i'm saying is that's mm-hmm. the same it's kind of the same kind of experience in a lot of ways yeah that, i see what you're as, saying as a psychedelic trip but this idea of themes and also like there's been studies done that like external stimuli presented to you during sleep can actually affect the emotional content of your dreams the same mm-hmm. with smells like if you smell roses uh it's gonna yield you you know more positive themes as opposed to while you're sleeping if somebody were to put some rotten eggs on your <laughs> nose it might trigger you to have a negative dream
1: that's interesting they've studied this yeah. so the times that like like one time uh sadie like puked in the bed right next to us while we were sleeping <laughs> wonder if you're we smelling that and having like bad dreams or if the dogs like ever shit in our room like what do we have nightmares
0: it's possible if there was if <laughs> there is a nasty smell, yeah. <laughs> I, it could. That's a that's a that's a funny point you brought up. But here's here's a rank of some of the top typical dream themes that people have. And let's see if you guys have experienced some of these themes. So have you had dreams about school, teachers, and study? That's one of my recurring yeah. Ones. That's a too. reoccurring one for yep. you. Wow. That's a
1: majority of my dreams are about that. A lot of the time.
0: Being chased are pursued
1: constant. No, never. That's, That's like another reoccurring one.
0: Me too. That's like a reoccurring theme for me. Like every time mm-hmm. I'm always being chased. I almost
1: mm-hmm. never have that. I can't think of a single one. And,
0: and I do pursue sometimes too. Oh, Sexual geez. experiences.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, everyone does. I don't have that everyone often. Does. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, I guess every you don't night. Dream. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I have some time. but it feels like for me, it never actually gets to, the act the it's actual, like mm-hmm, leading up to so I was like it
2: leading up. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: oh or i have so many dreams that you and i are like trying to get it on and like my family's there <laughs> or like, oh, my
0: house that's and my like,
1: child or something's stopping us from doing it you're like what the fuck
0: <laughs> that, that's just a memory you're playing like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's <laughs> just, that was high school right <laughs> that's just a memory replaying in your dream what about falling have, I haven't. Had a I have sleep. that right
2: when I'm falling asleep. Like you ever feel like mm-hmm. and you like jolt. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Especially like when right I before to you ski. go into deep sleep. Oh, that
0: happens like every night to me. I feel like <laughs> I have that sometimes for sure. worry that sensation of falling, mm-hmm. and I might be just like slipping off my bed, and I'm like, oh, like, falling off. <laughs> um, arriving late somewhere. Yep. Or arriving um, too late for yeah, something. Yes, being.
1: Constantly. I don't really have the. Yeah, I have like I'm on. I'm late to something. I'm trying to get to something, and I'm running late. I have
2: something where I'll be like, oh, I'm late to my big exam or mm-hmm. it'll be finals week and I was too late to drop the class and forgot about the class. And here I am showing up to the final. And I don't know anything yes. like that's.
1: I've had so many dreams like that where it's like the end of the semester and I didn't know I was in a class and I have an F and I have like yeah. a month yes. to fix it.
2: Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I thought I dropped I'm, this class. Like, yeah, no, I'm like, no, you just so haven't so been glad. showing up.
0: I literally don't dream about school at that all. That is so, that's lucky. so nice. No, well, you no, didn't no, have a
1: fucking school of mine. trauma like me and Janelle did. We had learning disabilities.
0: So <laughs> Oh <But laughs> my I, gosh,
2: it wasn't that bad. But yes, it was pretty It is it is for me, it was
1: really yeah, traumatic. Yeah. With some of the stuff I went through. Yeah.
0: Have you ever had a dream where in the dream you're just like frozen by something that's scary or that frightens you? Like where you just like feel frozen? Nope. No. no,
2: I always am trying to move. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. I've
0: definitely had that a few times. Like especially back when I had night terrors. Like
2: oh yeah, you it, did.
0: Like sometimes, like in my dreams, I would just be completely frozen in them, and I'd just be, and and it was because I was scared, though. Mm-hmm. It was because it was just fear. It wasn't because I was like restrained or something was holding mm-hmm. me down. It was just like I was so st- petrified with fear that like I couldn't move. So
2: sometimes I'll dream where I'm being like chased or something, and I'm like trying to go fast, it, yeah, but then I look back sl- and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, shit. I like, can't keep up. Like, My legs are sucking, and then I'll like, like, okay, my do a big sprint. Sucking. Do a big sprint, and then I go like five feet or something. Oh, like, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I think that's a pretty common dream. I've heard so many people have that.
2: Yes.
0: Have you ever been physically attacked in your dream? Not that no. I remember. Have you ever? No, been... I always rake up
1: before I'm actually attacked.
0: Yeah, me too. What about being nude, naked? Have you ever oh, been Oh like, my naked? God, yes. Mm. That is
2: the most reoccurring dream to me Is you I, have I show up in my middle school butt ass naked. And, wow. uh, it's literally so terrible i don't know i'm that. like trying to walk around and like have people not notice me i'm like i gotta get clothes quick like how did i go to school and forget to get dressed you idiot and i'm like walking <laughs> around walking around the seventh grade hall like it's literally in my middle school it's fucking weird wow so you, that's you interesting you clearly
0: have dreams about being a child again
3: mm-hmm.
2: um yeah some of them but then some of some of them are current but i it's not that often. When I say like, yes, this happens all the time. It's in. It, it's like when I mm. do dream, it's typically one of these five weird things that happen to me. Most of mine are most of mine are based in middle school, high school. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't often dream about right but now. But are you your never.
0: high school self? Or are you your current self? Oh, I'm your myself
1: reliving high school. Yes.
0: Interesting.
1: Like, I'm a full blown adult. So, you're
0: not like, so it's not really like a memory. It is really, but I'm like
1: low key still a high schooler. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's very weird, but I'm like myself. There's yeah. not that clarity mm-hmm. there to, to no. know for
0: sure what you are. What exactly. about losing control of a vehicle? Have you been like driving something in your dream? No, and that's like, my
1: nightmare. I no, think you get God, in a car accident.
0: That. I've had one where oh. I got into like a gnarly accident. I think I rolled like 130 times or something. Oh my God. What yeah. the?
2: Oh, is that what you, 130,
3: 130 times. I, counted. <laughs> I, <counted>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I was like, when is this going to end?
2: Oh my God, that's fucking scary. That is. I did
0: have one, a really bad car accident uh, dream where.
2: Have you ever. Sorry, I didn't mean I've right. never been in a car yeah, accident. I've oh, never okay. been in
0: a car accident, wow. you know, knock on wood. Right. Uh, wow. In all my years of driving, but I've had a really gnarly. Uh, I think it was literally after I watched that movie, Crash. Have you ever seen that movie?
3: Okay, I think it's, it's probably. It's but... a really
0: sad movie, but I think it was shortly after i watched a movie like that where there was a horrific car accident and somebody dies and mm. and i had that same experience Ugh. it's weird like i don't know sometimes it's like things that i watch or i see end up replaying mm-hmm. and i'm in it later on and it's specifically like movies and media for me that really seems to stick i don't know why mm. what about like wild animals or like some type of monster or beast or something that's no, it's never fictional. Really? No, it's pretty much real life. Like sometimes I'll be
2: being chased by like an evil person, but Mm -hmm. like, it's never like a monster necessarily. So
0: your guys's dreams are much more realistic in the sense of like, they're very realistic. You're, you're experiencing reality as it, as it actually Mm -hmm. exists just in the dream world. Mm -hmm. Right. Versus for me, I feel like I enter like fantasy land and I'm in like imagination Mm -hmm. world where all things that I have ever thought about or or liked become real and I've had some fucking crazy dreams where I'm chased by some crazy ass like <laughs> a demonic dogs oh slash like uh, men like no. weird dogs creatures. dogs isn't that
1: like Harry Potter? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Three-headed well, dog, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It could be. It could be from that. I don't know. But what about magical powers like being able to see through things? Nope. Or, nope. Nothing no,
2: fictional. Nothing see, fictional. I have. What the that's, cool. well, that's so
0: weird like
2: like you have so you have like superpowers and like because mm-hmm. you're like oh i had a dream where i was flying i'm like that's cool i had a dream where i fucking failed my exam <laughs> i had a dream that i
1: was a i bought jetpack shoes for my feet and that it was but it wasn't like a power I surprise just, you're was just cool. the guy trolling like lax yeah <laughs> i was just ahead of my time that shit won't be that will be around here soon
2: but. oh yeah i don't know that's weird they there some of them are like make but like yours are very Imaginative. Fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like mm-hmm. mine are very rarely like really based in actual reality where mm-hmm. like,
3: yeah.
0: and that's why, I, that's why I love dreaming so much is cause I'm like, God, what, what fucking movie am I going to play tonight? That's
1: how I feel too. And that's sometimes <laughs> why I don't want to get up because I'm having a really interesting yeah, dream. Totally. It's not even that I'm like still tired. I just want to stay asleep to be in yeah. a dream. Like what sometimes, about? sometimes your dreams can be better than your reality, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. especially if you're like going through a bad time in your life. Like I've had, you know several bouts of depression in my life, and when I've been more depressed, I like to sleep more often. I like to dream more often because it's an escape it for is. me. You know, it
0: absolutely is. I mean, I think that's pretty much how everybody feels mm-hmm. about sleep, as it is an escape yeah. from you know your everyday life. Well, and... I wouldn't
1: say everybody. Some people have night terrors sometimes. Well, yeah, I mean, people, some, pe- some people sleeping that... is traumatic for some people.
0: Like, Definitely. What about Paris
1: Hilton was talking all about that? It was so interesting. Like she has the worst nightmares like absolute terrors can't sleep without having those scared to sleep barely sleeps
2: God, so, i would be i would suck being scared to go to sleep right sometimes that happens to me if like i have a bad dream and then i wake mm-hmm. up and i go back to sleep and then the, like it continues on yeah. and then i'll wake up a second time or a third time and then i get like kind of scared i'm like i don't want to like go back to sleep and have this continue i keep being like i have to tell myself like no janelle you're not going to dream about that when you go back to sleep you're going to dream about your dogs yeah instead <laughs> of something like yep yeah we're gonna do this okay, <laughs> okay, okay brain yep. yeah
1: <laughs> that's what i used to do when i was a kid
0: have you guys ever had a dream where a natural disaster is happening? Say, you know, tornado floods, tidal I've waves. I've had to- lots of tornado dreams. Really? Lots of tornado dreams. I've never had one. Have you ever actually been in a tornado before?
2: I I have this weird dream where I'll be like in a house or in a building or something, and I'll look far out into the distance and there's like a fucking tornado. And I'm like, oh my God, a tornado's coming. And then I've had the dreams where they like get so close to where they like. I need to go in the basement i'll hide or like the tornado will be there i never like remember the aftermath of it but i've like had a few where like I'm hiding and it's really loud in my dream, and yeah, you can tell the tornadoes, yeah. but it's always a tornado. But that's interesting
1: because you've never experienced a tornado. No,
2: and you know what's weird is a childhood that was one of my biggest fears in life was tornadoes. Like because the know why, tornado I so...
0: drill would go on the TV and it was scary.
2: I hated <laughs> tornado. I was so. <laughs> they're scary tornadoes. as fuck though. Yeah. Like
0: anybody that's ever been in a tornado or yeah, lives never, in tornado oh, it's absolutely terrible. It's terrifying. Yeah. It, it is. I mean,
1: I've
2: never
0: experienced. Have one you either. been in
2: a tornado, Josh?
0: Oh yeah. You've I've, Been in a tornado? I've been less than a mile away from a. Tornado uh, yeah, before, that's, that's really scary, yeah. And as a Hiding kid, and that's bathtub. traumatic. And my, mo- my mother is literally saying like the craziest things, like hysterical, like uh, seeing your uh-huh. parent so scared, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. They're, they're literally think that we're about to die. Yeah. And you're a child watching oh, your mom, yeah. and you're looking at your dad, like, Dad, why aren't you saving us from this danger? Well, that's why I,
1: I <laughs> sorry, I like laughed for a second there. I just wanted to explain that's because your dad is just <laughs> such a funny dude, he like would he was like kind was of like a storm a chaser, chaser. Yeah. he was like into the tornadoes and he was scared the shit out of he's Josh's an amateur mom. storm
0: chaser yeah
1: yeah so he'd always like be still outside when they were like trying to
0: <laughs> we'd like drive towards it and then we'd park oh and my god with and you look guys at it. i yeah. would be
1: so scared and his mom would like freak out she...
0: <laughs> and i'll never forget that and now i routinely have dreams where wow. i'm dealing with tornadoes or the the newest one in the past year was tidal waves and i and i'm like is this because i went to hawaii that now i am i am thinking about like tidal waves hitting me like it's mm, or like running from them like
2: mm. oh that's happened to me where you'll like be sometimes i'll be like in the ocean or on the beach or something and then all of a sudden you like look around yeah. like you turn around and then there's like a 50 foot wave and it's like in slow motion in your dream and you're like no yeah. you're trying to get away from it and it's like coming down on you yeah, <laughs> I
1: haven't had many like that. Honestly, I don't have a lot of like ocean ones or natural disasters. Now,
0: what about death? What about killing someone or ha- or being killed? Have you ever had a dream?
1: I have had a dream where I've killed someone. Really? Yeah, I don't want to open up about exactly what, but it was like a pretty. I think it was just some deep rooted subconscious shit. Yeah, where yeah, yeah I killed some unresolved someone feelings. that I love. Yeah, interesting. And it was very traumatic. Waking I up from that, you and being me about like, this. holy yeah. fuck, what the hell was that? But then I did some dream research and it, it all made sense. Like Interesting. my method of killing it all connected to like my issues. Interesting. Yeah.
2: I've never had dreams of myself dying or killing Neither. someone, but I've had dreams of people in my dream dying. Like my loved ones dying. Mm-hmm. That's sad. And that's like fucking wild. Like I've had a dream. This is a little personal. I had a dream where my mom died and became a ghost. And oh like my in my God. dream not like a not something to scare me but like she was still like yeah. living in my home but as like a whoa co- and i remember waking up as a kid like tripped the fuck i was so freaked that was out as by a that. kid it was as like a young oh teen, wow probably damn dude that's kind of
0: interesting oh wow. yeah any alien dreams UFO no dreams. nope
1: That'd be nothing cool. i wish i so wish i have a lot of apocalypse dreams when i do have <laughs> yeah, stuff like that but I've i never get alien ones
0: yeah. I know ones. for as much as we freaking talk about UFOs and I know. aliens, I, come on. I, I literally don't have any about me either, it either it's I want so one.
1: It'd be exciting. <laughs>
0: yeah. I just want to come on board the craft for a night and <laughs> you do. party it up with the aliens and then be Careful dropped off. Careful what you off. wish for though. You're
1: gonna get abducted, and get like a <laughs> hey, microchip in your brain. Hey,
0: that's good with me. I'm down. <laughs> Josh
1: would love that. Let's do it. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> up. You do don't even say that. <laughs>
0: I also want to talk about some theories about dreaming, about why we dream, and then also I've got some really interesting, very bizarre sleep disorders that we'll talk about. But before we get into that, I want to thank our last sponsors for today. As we know, one of the biggest mysteries out there is the fact of why do we dream? Why, you know, we do not know why. Researchers have studied this for a long, long time, Mm -hmm. and there's tons of theories out there, but we, we still, and we may never know. Why we dream. Because again, how do you study that? How do you actually get to the truth on that subject? Like it's just really kind of mm-hmm. impossible. But over the years, there's been a lot of different theories put forth. Here's some of the scientific ones. Uh, basically, dreams represent unconscious desires and wishes. And this was from Sigmund Freud, actually. And I do think that there is some truth to this one. I think that I've had many dreams that probably do. Represent unconscious desires and wishes like things that I will never have or never experience Just because of the way my life has played out, you know I that's why I dream about those things. Have you guys experienced that at all? With
1: Yes, I I agree with that theory as part of it. I think it's
0: definitely part of it, but I think
1: there's a More of a spiritual aspect to it, you know, but I do I do think that that is exactly it is for me personally, it's me working through a lot of things and subconscious subconscious thoughts
0: playing out. Totally. Another theory is that dreams are just interpreting random signals from the brain and body during sleep. Like it's just, it's totally random process. There's no rhyme or reason behind it. It's just the way your brain works and it's the way, you know, it's receiving the actual signals uh, or it's consolidating and processing information gathered during the day, which I do think, I do think there is an element of this as well. I, I think there is a reason why, You know, you do something right before you go to sleep. That sometimes that makes it into your dreams, or you know, a a memory from a few days ago ends up, you know, end up having a dream about a situation you were in. So I do think that I think dreaming is just such a complex process that there's not just one thing that you can stick your thumb on and be like, that's that's why we dream. It's such a multi layered, complex thing and function that we do every you know single day that we can't possibly understand. All of the theories but here's some alternate theories that i think are, are very interesting and kennel's been been you know saying this the entire time but could dreaming be a bridge between the physical realm and the spiritual realm like is there mm-hmm. you know because people dream about loved ones that have passed all the time
1: yeah or they say that it really it's not just maybe a dream but they a lot of people claim their loved ones visit them yeah and talk to them and say i'm on the other side and give them messages
0: yeah Absolutely, a lot of people report that. Possible
2: that those are just subconscious things. Like, is it possible, like your way of working, like how you were saying, you're dreaming to work through things? Like, are we working
1: through grief or
2: whatnot? Maybe it's possible, but it's also
1: possible that it is a connection deeper and more powerful than we understand.
0: Well, I think it clearly is because Mm -hmm. you can go back to ancient Egypt. You can go back to some of the earliest people's on the planet and that's what they were doing i mean they were dreaming to receive messages from a higher power uh you know or they or there was people that just had inherently a a better connection to the spiritual realm i mean one particular individual edgar casey uh very interesting guy we should do an episode on him sometime Uh, but he he was known as the sleeping prophet because every time he closed his eyes, he would enter this altered state of consciousness where he would actually get readings from uh, you know, kind of this other side. So and I mean the things the profound things that actually came out of these readings that he gave over over the years was truly astounding. I mean, and being able to heal people, I mean, there's so many things that happened during this this state of consciousness he, he was in when, you know, essentially sleeping. Is very interesting to me It is that maybe there is really a spiritual significance to dreaming and maybe that 95% of dreams we don't remember is just our experience in the other realm. Like maybe we are going to another realm while we sleep and we're just Mm -hmm. not able to remember it because our brain knows we want to comprehend it. it. We'd be like, what the? We couldn't even put words to describe it. It would be so... Profound and it's just so complex that we wouldn't even know how to interpret it as our normal selves, you know.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I think that would make a lot of sense.
0: I mean, it's just a thought.
1: I. That's what I personally believe.
0: But here's another theory. Okay. This one, I this one I found very in- interesting. That's called the threat simulation theory. So one of the areas of the brain that's actually most active during dreaming is the amygdala. Um, and the amygdala is part of the brain that's associated with the survival instinct and the fight or flight response.
1: The anxiety part. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, exactly. So according to this theory, it basically states that dream consciousness is essentially an ancient biological defense mechanism that's evolutionarily selected for its capacity to repeatedly simulate threatening events.
1: Oh, interesting. An
0: ancient biological defense mechanism. Hmm. So what dreaming could be. So one hypothesis that's been drawn from this threat simulation theory is that real threatening events encountered by the individual during wakefulness should lead to an increased activation of the system, a threat simulation response, therefore increasing the frequency and severity of threatening events in dreams. And for me, I feel like this theory really applies a lot to my dreams because so many of them... Mm -hmm. I feel like our, uh, you know, fight or flight response that I'm having. Yeah, in you it, are. And there's some type of event that's happening that I am that's triggering that fight or flight. And that's why that's always me running or, or chasing or, you know, trying to avoid being captured or or destroyed by a natural disaster. I mean, it's crazy.
1: Interesting. So
0: through they actually studied this significantly and they found that. Um, Consequently, children who live in an environment in which their physical and psychological well-being is constantly threatened should have a highly activated dream production and a threat simulation system, whereas children living in a safe environment that is relatively free of such threat cues should have a weakly activated system. And when they tested this, they analyzed the content of dream reports from severely traumatized and less traumatized children, and the results that they found was that the severely traumatized children reported a significantly greater number of dreams. And their dreams included a higher number of threatening dream events.
3: Hmm.
1: That's very interesting.
0: And I'm like oh. So if you
1: grew up in a chaotic household, you dream more essentially? Yes. Wow. Well, that could explain why you don't dream, Janelle. Huh. <laughs> I feel like your life was pretty like chill as a kid.
2: So maybe that's getting divorced at age nine. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it was, yeah, but you didn't have chaos.
1: No. Like I had a, someone, yeah. I had a pretty chaotic loud household. No, mine was very quiet. Yeah. I went very, that's quiet. very interesting to think about.
0: Mm-hmm. And they showed that the dream, uh, threats of the traumatized children were also more severe in nature than the threats of less traumatized or non traumatized children.
1: Interesting. So wow.
0: they're, there seemed to be a direct correlation to your, you know, trauma you experience in your life to the, not only the amount of dreams, but the severity of the actual uh, threats within your dreams, Mm -hmm. which would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. To me that, that explains a lot. I'm sure so many of you out there are like, oh yeah, that that definitely makes sense for me. I mean, I have crazy dreams or people that have, you know, PTSD from traumatic events, veterans, I mean, people who, who experience some of the most traumatic situations you possibly can, I mean, sleep is a, a difficult place to be because mm-hmm. your, your brain's essentially simulating all of these traumatic events, maybe just in different ways. It's interpreting it different or it's, it's using these common themes we all share. It seems in using them to trigger that response.
1: You know, what's really interesting too, is like sometimes dreams seem like they are here to protect you in a way. Like we just, I just covered Elizabeth smart and she said that she would sleep while she was in captive. She was abducted and held in captivity for like nine months. Yeah. And she said sleeping and dreaming was like her best friend during that time because she would go to sleep and have good dreams of her past. But you'd think like if that whole theory is true, wouldn't she be having like all these traumatic, horrible dreams and dream with, but like maybe it's, her body's way of protecting her because it's like so traumatic to be awake that while she was sleeping she was able to have good dreams i don't it seems like so different for everybody mm-hmm. that's why it's so hard to yeah. really put a study to this well you yeah know? well
0: that's why they i mean you can't possibly study enough people to really get you know an actual consensus of of what the majority of the population really experiences. I mean, that'd be really hard to do. These are small yeah. groups of individuals are studying, but.
1: Right, and are we even meant to understand this fully? You know, is it part of the human experience to just not get some of this stuff? That's what I think. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, it, it falls into the whole unknown of what is consciousness and, mm-hmm. you know, the soul. And if you believe in a soul, like it all comes back to that. Because ultimately the dream state is just an altered form of consciousness, right? So. Right until we understand what consciousness is and where consciousness actually lies, or if, you know, a lot of people are believe that consciousness doesn't even lie in any sort of body part at all. I mean, it's, it's not tied to any biological, Mm -hmm. uh, piece of your body, but in fact it's, it's something completely external altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that when you pass that, you know, that's, you know, out of body experiences, near death experiences, that's why people oftentimes see their, you know, body from an external view. But anyway, that's a, that's a whole nother, nother subject. But to kind of wrap this episode up, I wanted to just kind of talk about a few uh, interesting and some of them very bizarre sleep disorders that, that people actually deal with. And a lot of these I wasn't even aware of until now. Um, have you ever heard of Klein-Levin syndrome?
2: Nope. I have seen a like documentary clip on this. It's wild. Really.
0: So mm-hmm. imagine in order to function every day, you needed to sleep 20 hours a day.
1: Holy shit, that's so sad.
0: This is also called the sleeping beauty syndrome. Mm -hmm. It's a rare disorder um, that happens to uh, typically adolescent males, where you need to sleep 20 hours a day in order to function,
1: That's so inconvenient and difficult to deal with, wow.
0: But I mean, it's it's not like something that's necessarily permanent. It kind of strikes in episodes where you'll have it for a couple days or even a couple weeks, and then it'll return to normal. Mm-hmm. But just to have that happen to you randomly, like, I'm any pretty time sure you can be... sleep
2: even more than twenty hours. Yeah, you like, can I watched yeah. this where this one girl had it, and she would like get up to eat or something, and then would be like, "Okay, well, I have to go to sleep like right now," and then would sleep for like. Two days at one point, she was asleep. Oh my gosh, it was so. Wild. Sad. And they like couldn't wake her up, but they like they knew she wasn't dead or anything. That she was literally just sleeping. It was wild. Yeah. wow. That's intense. Yeah, I mean, talk about ruining your
1: quality of life. Like that's really. I rough. know that's insane. I can't even. Yeah, that's really hard.
0: How about sudden arrhythmic death syndrome? You've probably heard of SIDS before. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: is that sudden infant death syndrome? That's when a baby dies sad. unexpectedly mm-hmm. in their sleep. Oh my god, like that's.
0: And this can happen in adults too. There's SADS or SUDS as well.
1: Mm -hmm. SIDS you mean? Do you say sad? No, SIDS is uh, infant death,
0: but there's adult death syndrome too. Sudden adult death syndrome. Oh, so SADS. It can happen to adults as well where you just randomly pass in your sleep.
1: Oh, that's great. I can add that to my list
0: of fears. (laughs) Some people suffer from this uh, may scream, moan, or froth at the mouth just before death occurs, and it's impossible to wake them up. And the actual scary cause of death is heart failure, but they don't know why it occurs while you're sleeping. That's the mystery. Whoa. And they think it's some type of genetic thing where this, you know, for whatever reason, this happens to some people. Weird. Obviously, there's you know, probably the most well-known one, sleep paralysis, probably one of the most terrifying ones as well.
1: Yeah, I know. We could definitely do an We've episode talked about just this. on that. We have. Oh, done. we did an episode on sleep paralysis. We talked
0: about this pretty extensively when we had uh, Kathleen on mm-hmm. our show. Because she experienced she, sleep she On the astrology
1: episode? Yeah, we, we talked her. about it too, yeah. But we need to do like a sleep paralysis episode. Well, yeah, I mean, episode. we could cover... S- you know, i want to like tell stories some stories stuff. or yeah. maybe some of you have stories maybe they could process. submit stories seriously yeah, because cool. it's some wild shit and none of us have
0: experienced, experienced it.
1: it oh wait you have no, i've told you about it oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. absolutely,
0: absolutely. right
2: And you're, but you haven't like seen like
0: hallucinations the dark well, i have not, not seen the dark see. but
2: like the whole idea of i'm awake but i literally cannot move happens oh. to me probably once or twice a month of like the my, yeah. i feel like i like need to i'm like telling myself janelle open oh, like i'm so awake in my brain like
3: whoa. get up
2: like you need to open your and it happens during naps a lot for me which i heard is more, more common, common. For, but yeah it's it's the worst feeling like i feel like my body's like a million pounds and i like cannot move like someone's like through sand on top of me and in my my brain's like wake up and i know that in my mind i'm like having an episode i'm like oh here we go like i'm not gonna wake up for it's like so hard to describe it's the weirdest thing whoa
1: but that no i've never wild. seen like the dark
2: figure uh, yeah i've never seen
1: that a lot yeah. of people talk about seeing yes. a dark figure when they have sleep paralysis
0: yeah it's really creepy <sighs> that creeps me and out. how they'll like get on top of your chest and make your chest feel all but that's heavy. what it, feel, it feels yeah. so like you're being heavy. pushed yeah, down so like Yeah,
2: like someone has literally gone up to you and just pushing you down into your bed as hard as you can and your eye, and your eyelids are like a thousand pounds god that's so interesting what the fuck is that i don't know it's really weird
0: yeah i mean they don't really they don't really know why it happens i oh. i think Probably there's some stress factors in there, but mm. they don't really know. I mean, some people even have intruders come into the bedroom. They have people people report having sleep paralysis where they're physically and sexually attacked.
1: Oh uh, my god! Yeah,
0: it's almost like to me, it almost feels like demonic possession in a way. It's you know very similar to oh people my have gosh. reported demonic possession in sometimes well, don't I'm say like, that
1: now people are gonna think they're demonically possessed possessed <laughs> well i was
0: just gonna say the opposite uh, i think a lot of people <laughs> who thought they were deme- uh demonically possessed were in fact having sleep paralysis oh. and having hallucinations as a result of it that they thought was demonic mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean because sure I mean-
2: it feels so it's like the weirdest feeling because it's like you have no control over your body but your brain's like hi at least for mm. me it's like excuse me yeah like come on dude get up come on like Whoa. get up and you're like, you can't for, I and I actually don't know how long it really lasts for me. It seems like it lasts like hours, but then I'm convinced it probably doesn't probably last few minutes or so. Mm. But yeah, that is so, interesting. yeah, it,
0: it can last a few seconds or wow. a few minutes depending on
1: that's scary. I've never, I've never felt I've anything, never even either. close to that. Like I just can't even wrap my head around what that'd be like.
0: And some people have it like all the time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's scary. Like every time yeah. they take a nap, they're like
1: Kathleen really does have it all the time. Yeah, I mean, the, I had some of her stories.
0: the the whole The whole idea of being physically like frozen and unable to move when something <laughs> you're hallucinating something scary right in mm-hmm. front of you or on top of you is is truly yeah. frightening. I mean,
1: yeah, her husband Danny has it too. Mm. The sleep and he gets the the demon shit. Yeah, and it, uh. his stories are fucking wild. Yeah, maybe we can get him on the show one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's some crazy. There, I know there's some crazy sleep paralysis stories out there, so maybe we'll have to you know cover some of your guys out there and some of the yeah that'd be scary ones out there that'd be fun (laughs) that'd be fun to talk about people's sleep (laughs) paralysis more interesting (laughs) if you
1: have like never experienced this it's like fascinating to hear about what that could be like Mm -hmm. i mean maybe we can even get some guests on in the future once maybe one day
0: one day Uh -uh. what
1: (laughs) is it should i start saying post pandemic (laughs) post i know is there like a phrase we should have post war Oh my like god! We're like living when in this all ends, uh, I want people on the show so bad. There's so many great voices and interesting people that we wanted to bring on the show. We want to have on the show to we just, you will know, have on. The yeah, show. we will. I we know. I know. I just will. it's frustrating because we built this whole studio, and then of course, right when it's finished, the pandemic hits. But yeah, well, yeah. We can
0: have all of our dogs in here and have a good time. yeah <laughs> yeah through that <laughs> have you heard of sexomnia?
1: oh we're still going i thought we were oh that. we're
0: still going i got oh, two more sorry
1: I'm, I'm like over here rapping <laughs> uh somnia guessing it has something to do with sex
0: acting out sexual behavior during sleep it can be as minimal <laughs> as making sexual noises or as serious as sexual assault i'm, gonna, I'm sure the sexual noises your- is
1: pretty complex like Common. yeah but yeah sexual assault
0: but there's actually been some legal cases where oh, accusations of assault and rape wow. and defendants have actually been acquitted wow. because they were oh. technically sleeping at the time wow. maybe we can find a case that. Like what that. if you really were
1: what if we yeah, should right. find a case like that because if you really were then what the fuck that's like you can't
0: you're gonna go to prison but you still for, did
1: it someone's gotta ha- be held wow, accountable that's wow trippy. that's but what shit. if they
0: can prove but what if they can prove that you were asleep you had like, no idea where you're It's like right. sleepwalking, essentially. But you, right? yes. like, like, like
2: manslaughter or something? No, like acquitted. An accident.
0: Acquitted. Wow, that's, I don't know. They proved, they somehow proved that this person Maybe, was yeah. sound asleep. Wow. I don't know
1: enough about it. That's During the wild time of me. the
0: sexual assault.
1: Wow. Oh my God. That's wow. so, like, wow. But how do you prove that for real? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's a whole other can of worms.
0: But the last uh, and probably the most terrifying and most rare sleep disorder wow. is called. Fatal familial insomnia. Have you ever heard of this before? No. This is very wild. So to try to even give, put this into perspective, I found uh, one individual's personal story that I found just really crazy. It's it's uh, about a guy named Silvano. And Silvano was on a cruise ship when this family curse, because this is a genetic disorder, struck. He's 53 years old with striking red hair who enjoyed wearing a tuxedo at every possible occasion. And he tried to present himself with the pose of film stars. He admired, but while on the ship's dance floor, the pose you mean the point? Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> the pose, pose. <laughs> the pose, <laughs> <laughs> but while Silvana was on the ship's dance floor one evening, he was embarrassed to find that his shirt had become drenched in sweat concerned. He examined himself in a mirror only to find that his pupils had shrunk to two tiny black pinpricks. It was oh, the same glassy eyed stare that had afflicted his father and two sisters at the beginning oh. of their mysterious illnesses. And he knew that this was just the beginning. Oh. Tremors, constipation would follow, but the most terrifying symptom would be the disappearance of sleep, almost total insomnia for months. Oh my God. kind of waking coma that ultimately would end, end in death.
1: Oh my God. For that's months
2: you didn't
0: terrifying. sleep? Months.
2: How? Okay, so, but we were just talking about how you can't go more than a, however many days without sleeping before you die. How could this be? He died. But this was months after. I yeah, thought how did only he go, go so long? A few... No, he
0: would. He almost total insomnia. So, OK, so he would sleep for very short periods of time, just barely enough to keep yourself alive. Jesus, That's great. You're, yeah, you're still able to sleep, but for very, very short amounts of time. And I mean, you're you're basically walking dead at that that's point. that's torture God, that is torture on earth terrible.
1: that's i feel so sorry for people who deal with shit like that wow. but he
0: already knew that like his whole family died as a result of this all oh just dropped my dead God. wow he said he went to you know the doctor and special sleep unit and he told him he's like i'll stop sleeping and within eight or nine months i'll be dead and literally he predicted it and less than a couple years later he died wow. from fatal familial insomnia it's super super rare wow there's oh, no treatments or
2: anything like, no there's no like oh it's hereditary make sure you do that it's
0: a mutation of the prnp gene and this mutation causes an attack oh, on the thalamus uh, in your brain which controls your sleep cycles and allows different parts of your brain to communicate with each other it's considered a very progressive neurodegenerative disease wow but it that's knocks wild. out entire families because God. it's it's all genetic that's i think really it's a 50 percent chance of passing it to your offspring wow. oh my god how scary so like half of your family could all die from this
2: that is oh so terrible god. oh that my really god
0: is. but luckily it's super rare i think it's like three percent of the pot like one to three percent of the population experience this uh mutation of this gene but that's terrifying yeah that is i mean to, to you know like you see the signs you're like all right i'm gonna be literally miserable for the next you know year until I just die in my sleep.
2: Oh my God. What a
1: depressing
0: thought.
2: Wow. So very depressing oh, yeah. way to end, end this episode. <laughs> yeah. But
0: I, I guess <laughs> that we can all be thankful that we do not suffer from this well, well, hopefully horrible
2: disease.
1: No in our disease. audience has anything like that. Yeah. Or, but I'm sure so many of you have sleep issues.
0: Like insomnia.
1: Everyone's got either you got like night terrors, you got sleep paralysis issues, you've got insomnia. Like I feel like it's very rare for people like, oh, no, I just sleep. Well, I guess, yeah, Some some of the lucky ones.
2: A lot of people like, like don't have problems falling asleep, and then have really pro- yeah. bad problems staying asleep. But they mm-hmm. wake up at three a.m. and then that's it. They're yeah, just like awake. Yeah, that's horrible. Yep.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, you wake up a lot during the night.
1: Yeah. Well, I have chronic pain. Yeah. That's I'm true. like I have to readjust every like hour to, th- yeah. And I have the the world's smallest fucking bladder. I swear, guys, I'm <laughs> up like eight times a night to pee.
2: That's crazy. I never it's wake so up so cr- really.
0: No. Oh my god! Like, it maybe in the last like,
1: five years. Sometimes I'm like, is something
2: wrong? Because, like, and
1: then I'll pee and it's not that much. Wow, this, oh, this podcast is wow. really going, going to the left field. Here. Before,
0: yeah, before we we spiral out of control here, <laughs> we'll go ahead and end today's episode there. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode of Malhar podcast about dreaming and sleeping and some of the bizarre sleep disorders. I thought it was super interesting. I'm, I did too. I'm happy we fun. talked about this. Mm-hmm. Me too. I know so many of you just always ask about, you know, dreaming and, you know, oh, we, we didn't even talk about lucid dreaming. I, I totally forgot about that.
1: Oh no. Okay, well, we'll have to do a whole episode we, we can on, do a lucid. Whole yeah, episode on say, lucid dreaming because it's dream a whole nother
0: ball game and, you know, obviously people We should just
1: look more into the spiritual side of dreaming and yeah, I we think do, there's yeah. more to to discuss. Astral so projecting two. and Yeah. 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 Lots definitely. of other altered states of consciousness. Part 1. Part
0: <laughs> 1. Yeah, I know. Part 1. <laughs> But that is it for us. If you enjoyed it, give us a thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts as well. That does really help us out. Yes,
3: please. Um,
0: Also, follow us on social media if you're not already. Uh, We are at Mile Higher Pod. But we'll be back next week. I know we've been kind of off the true crime for a bit, but we've got a really interesting case uh, coming to you next week Mm -hmm. uh, that we are uh, excited to dive into. Yes. But until next time, stay safe, everyone.
1: And stay well.